I'm so glad you're back here to talk Jewel with me. Oh, God. I just used it the other night. You did? What oh, did you God, make? Oh, God, yeah. I made pork tenderloin, mm. put some fucking rosemary up on that bitch. Mm. We probably can't talk like this in this ad, but that's fine. Maybe I we can. Mean, can we? Great. I, hey, that's, Jewel can take it. Oh, I did some sweet potatoes on the side. <laughs> Didn't do that in the Jewel. I did that, you know, the conventional That's way. fine. But you know what? It uses precise temperature control. Uh, the visual doneness guide helps you cook food exactly the way you want it. Jewel gives you perfect food airtime. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash Jewel and use the code homophilia to get $15 off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E, code homophilia. Matt McConkey. Dave Holmes. How are you? Well, I saw Book Club. Oh, of course so you did. So I'm pretty good. Okay. And you know what? I don't want to talk about it. Moving on. <laughs> okay. I just needed to get it out before well, I forgot. I just got Movie Pass because oh. I'm one of those early adopters. So I figured, why don't I start paying $9.99 a month the second before the House of Cards comes crumbling down? But is it as good as it sounds? I don't know. I just you signed up. used it yet. I haven't used it yet. Yeah, that is. It, but it's on its way out. Book Club is for sure a movie pass movie. You that must. is not a that is not a full price movie. You must. Yeah, uh, it's not as fun as you want it to be. Okay, let's just say that. All I'm right. so happy to see all four of them anytime. Uh huh. Um, what else can I say about it? There, not, there's not a not a pace to be found in it. A lot of long silences. Oh, the vibe right. was basically like, we got these four ladies. We have no <laughs> yeah. time to rehearse. Yeah. No time to do a second take. <laughs> Just fucking go. Do it. Yeah. Oh, and this God. is what, and that's what we ended up with. Oh, there's delicious. a lot of there's dates that take place in front of green screens. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. insane. I, okay, I'm in. Suddenly yeah. I'm in. Suddenly I'm very enthusiastic. Let me know your review when you see it. Okay, great. How are great. you? I, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's been, uh, it's just been convent. It's been cons. All cons, cons, Left and, more and right. Cons. Over the weekend, I went to one. Um, it was called Eats Con. Eats? Yeah, like five E's. And they're like, you know, tag, hashtag everything Eats Con. But you have to look at the fucking you have to sign. Count the it's E's. like one, two, three, five E's. Um, and it's a thing where luckily I was comped. I guess through Esquire. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But generally when a publicist is like, can I get you a comp ticket? I'm like, yeah, sure. It's a free thing. Why not? And uh, and a couple other uh, friends of ours got comped as well. And so it was out in Santa Monica. And it's it was a thing where you go in and then wait in line for food. Oh, that is God. full price. What? So, yeah. So there's like a Momofuku booth. And there's a line that's like visibly 45 minutes long. And then it's just literally everybody around you is taking a bite of a lobster roll on Boomerang. You know oh, what I mean? Course. So it's like it can be on their story immediately. Hashtag was, e e e e e e Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was one of those where I was like if I had paid $30 to spend $70 more, mm -hmm. I would be livid. Yeah. As, as it was, I was just merely annoyed. Apologies for the very loud drinking of water <laughs> happening behind me. Faye is in the studio. I love it. Well, you know what? It's happy hour. So get it. <laughs> That's get right. it, Faye. And then the weekend before, we went to RuPaul's Drag Con. The con we? of all cons. The con of all cons. We we haven't really debriefed. No, we haven't at well, all. I mean, we, we really like, sprinted in and saw okay. each other and did the show okay. and then parted ways. So for the listener, let me set the stage. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Con LA is at the LA Convention Center, mm -hmm. which I guess I knew this because I'm sure I've been there before. Um, and I don't need to say this about a convention center, but it's big. Yeah. It's big, big. It's vast. So 
I got street parking, what I thought was sort of close, but it was like a no. 20 minute walk. And then, and then I like find, like get myself through LA live and go past the, you know, whatever, and the, the, uh, ESPN zone and all that yeah. shit. And I finally get to the, the convention center. I'm like, great, I'm here. Well, I'm at the East hall and RuPaul's drag con is at the West hall, yep. which is fully 11 miles away. Yeah. So, so then it's like 20 more minutes just in the convention center and our show's at 11 and I like arrive at 1030 and I have like, I have to get a pack mule and whatever. Like I've got a long way to go. Yeah. So I get there. As I'm getting there, Dana, our producer, is like, we're in 306 or whatever. I'm like, great. So I go into the to the floor because I, I guess I thought it was on the floor and there's like all numbers. Mm-hmm. Like it's like laid out like city blocks. Uh-huh. So there's like the 100 block and the 200 block and the 300 block. So I was like, well, I guess we're doing our show out on the floor or whatever. Right. Walk for 10 minutes through the thing. We're not doing it. So – Everybody else who, by the way, is there to either be in drag or to appreciate drag is seeing a sweaty middle-aged man uh, in a sport coat like with a gruff look on his face, just like sprinting through the hall trying to find. So, so then I finally find um, somebody with like a clipboard who yeah. might know what the deal is. And I'm like, hi, I'm Dave Holmes. I'm here for homophilia. We're on at 11. And by this time, it's like 10 to 11. And uh, and he's like, oh, come, you're in uh, Charisma, so come with me. So I'm like, oh, terrific, we're in Charisma. So I go up to Charisma. We're not in Charisma, nope. and and you guys have left 306 and gone to 400 something, which is on the same level, which is very confusing. Yeah. So uh, so we get to I, I get to Charisma, and the guy's like, uh, oh, I'm yeah, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Uh, you're in Uniqueness, like, great, a Uniqueness, a 15 minute walk. Um, and then we get there, and then it's like, oh, wait, you know what? Honestly, this has been moved. You're in the the whatever. You're in the, oh, no, she better don't emporium or whatever, oh. which, is in, which is up four flights of stairs or whatever. So literally I did an hour and ten minutes worth of walking. Oh, full just cardio. Around. Yes, yeah. fully, which you did also. We did the same thing with our guests. In six-inch heels. Yes. Yes. So we, we finally found, we found the room at like – a quarter after 11, something yeah. like that. Luckily, everything was running late, so our, our audience was not, like, was, you know, not waiting long, but waiting. But they were, they were patient. They were extremely patient. They were happy. I bumped into an old <laughs> an old friend from uh, from college um, while I was, like, frantically rushing through the convention center. Oh, no. And he was like, hey, uh, where's your thing? And I was like, I don't know. And I didn't recognize him because, in fairness, I hadn't seen him since 1991 <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And then he came and he sat in the audience and I never really – Acknowledged him, and I feel kind of bad because I didn't put it together oh, until God. the next day. Yeah, you were like, I no time for fans right yeah, now. Yeah, and you you were like in the you were well, like you, well, going, we were getting these texts from you that were all caps, just like tell just someone tell me where to go, and I yeah. was like, I wish I could. Yeah, but not only do I not have any information, I, the information that I've gotten has already been wrong. Yeah. and so we were a, a full <laughs> a full entourage of like Dana, me, Michael came, and then we were we were with Dusty and yeah. with Dusty's boyfriend. And then I don't know, a couple other people. And uh, they took us a very long trek from the green room to, let's say it was charisma or whatever. Yeah. And we're walking through like the back hallways and back. It's like industrial kitchen. It's like yeah. that, 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 yeah. you know, uh, sort of walk of shame. And we finally get there and we're just like, get Dusty a seat immediately. Cause I can tell she's like dying from the walk we've of just course. taken. And there's a huge panel and I peek in and this is like a like, 500 seat theater. And I was like, that's where we're doing this. Are you fucking kidding me? 
And, and by the way, like, you just have to wait for this panel to wrap up. Uh-huh. And, and so we sit there for a while in this weird out, like back backstage kitchen area with Dusty and like a sad folding chair. And then finally, we finally realize we're in the wrong place. We have to double back, walk yeah. all the way. I mean, what a goddamn nightmare. What a goddamn nightmare. And Dusty can't like prom after party it. She can't no. take the fucking shoes off. No. That's giving people a, a look behind the, the veil. Yeah. No. We'll you be can't wrong. do it. And then, uh, yeah, so it was great. Dusty Ray was fantastic. Such it was a, a champ. Yeah, she, uh, she was great. Uh, and then we got to explore the con. And let me just tell you, listeners, <laughs> if you, if you want to see children do death drops, uh-huh. RuPaul's DragCon might be the convention for you. There's a there's a runway. Yeah, open to all. Open to all. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, it was something. It I was something. wish you would have gotten up there. I well, I mean, I thought about it. Obviously, I just did like one quick lap and was so hungry by that point. Yes, I was done. But we did. I did use our badge to strong arm my way in. Cut to the front of the line to meet Kennedy. Davenport. Oh, okay. Who I love. <laughs> I thought you meant Kennedy from Fox Business Channel. Yeah. No, Kennedy from Fox Business Channel had a booth. Very popular booth. Uh-huh. Um, and that was DragCon. That was DragCon. And there's another uh, live show coming up. Yes, there that we is. should tell people about. Yes, there is. We're going to P-Town. We're going to P- I've never been to P-Town. Uh, I haven't been since the last time I saw that uh, friend from college in 1991 or two oh. or something. Maybe he can make it to this one and then you two can actually, you know, connect. I, I, w- I will forget his face again. It's been a long time. Um, well, I'm assuming he's listening since he came to I guess. Whoever you are. Sorry, Howie. We apologize. It really has been a quarter century. Anyway, uh, yes, we're going to the Provincetown International Film Festival. Yeah. It sounds like we are going to be sitting down with the great Christine Vachon. Yes. Uh, to, uh, you know, to, to talk She's stuff. Uh, fucking power producer, like the, like the empress of the indie film movement. Yeah. I'm really, really excited. Yeah, me too. Uh, and I think, I don't know, if, I don't know if there's tickets. It's up yet, but if you you can buy passes to the festival and come uh-huh. see us for sure. But it's going to be on Saturday, June Some, something, something, Mid, June mid, middle. We'll get clarity on all this and circle back to you. Yeah, yeah, but come on out. Um, um, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. It is also my college's, I think, first ever LGBT alumni weekend. Oh yeah. So are you going to try to do both? I'm going to be running back and forth. Wow, that's what I do during our live shows. Do a lot of do a lot of walking. Is uh, Ben going to be coming with you? I don't know. I don't know. We haven't we haven't worked that out yet. We're, it's been a lot of things have been up in the air. Now, not yeah. relationship wise, just no, like yeah, job yeah, yeah. wise and stuff like that. So. Um, so we'll see. But we will be there. We will absolutely be there Christine in Provincetown. Christine will be there. Christine Vachon will be there. All of the gays of New England will be there. Yes. Um, day drinking their little hearts out. I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, should we take a break and come back with our guests? Let's do that. All right. Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club, y'all. Dollar Shave Club. Gives you everything you need to look. Feel and smell super fresh. I shave my face with it. Do you? And guess what? I wipe my butt with uh, their uh, One Wipe Charlies. That is more intimate than I wanted to get at this moment in time, Matt. But that's what the, – the, everything they have is so good. Yeah, it's really true. And and, and it's not and it's not just limited to the razors and the wipes. They got shampoo, conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, mm-hmm. hair gel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All I, of it. I'm also a big fan of their amber and lavender calming body cleanser. Oh, my God. That sounds so luxurious. Uh, and, and this is like – you're like a real fancy lady. And all of these are made with top-shelf ingredients that won't break your budget. Uh-huh. Plus, shipping is free with your your membership. Wow. And 
Here's a great way to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club products. Mm-hmm. For just five bucks, mm-hmm. you can get their Daily Essential Starter Kit, oh my God. which comes with your body cleanser, your what? one wipe Charlie's, Stop it. which are these amazing butt wipes. They have uh-huh. peppermint and ooh, baby. Talking about butt wipes. Their world famous shave butter yeah. and their best razor, the six blade executive. Well, I want to check it out. So I'm going to do that at dollarshaveclub.com slash homo. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash homo. Folks, we're back. Yes, we are. <laughs> are you back? I had to think about it. Are we back? Yeah. I'm back. Okay. We're back. Now I'm back. We're back. We've with... got uh, a guest to oh end all guests. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Uh, he is uh, a writer he... and a podcaster. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, is, he is sitting here with us. Yeah. He wrote a book called I'm Special and Other oh, yes. Lies We Tell Ourselves. But he actually is special. He is his name is Ryan O'Connell. Ryan. Hi. How's Thank it going? Thank you for having me on. Good. Ah. Love being surrounded by gay men. And, uh, it's fun, <laughs> right? Yeah. Safe place. How, yeah. Do, how was our first five there? Can you rate our opening Oh, it was great. As a professional podcaster? Um, I would give yeah, it a five. Do. I mean, anytime you mention P-Town, I go into like the womb. I'm just like, I love P-Town so fucking much. You and do? you guys yeah. are so hashtag blessed to go. Oh, like, God. seriously. Okay. I, go, I try to go every summer. I went last summer. I When I lived in New York, I would go there like three times a year. I, mm-hmm. But it was weird. I didn't do it right because I would just go with my family, oh. which is kind of not how you do things. No. Or I'd go with my straight fronds, you know, before, uh, I, got rid of the, before I got rid of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kidding. Got um, no straight, 2018. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, so I kind of didn't do it right. And then so last summer I went with like my gay mafia, and uh, it was it was so amazing. You finally you, did it right. Yeah, you guys are in for a real goddamn treat. Yeah. So yeah. Excited. I went – the the first and only time I ever went was I was in college. I, it was 1991 or 1992. I don't remember which. And I had just made my first bunch of gay friends. Mm-hmm. I, I hopped on a Peter Pan bus from Worcester to Boston, and I started <laughs> going to you know all like all of the video bars and mm-hmm. stuff because all of the gay bars were video bars. Oh yeah. And I made a little group of friends. And at the end of my school year, um, we just all went to P Town. And and I was sort of half in and half out of the closet at the time, and mm-hmm. it was so unbelievably like Technicolor gay mm-hmm. that it set my progress back like six months. See, you know I, I, mean? I find it to be actually like kind of like I usually get like overwhelmed by gayness, like yeah. super super like, and so that it feels kind of like a nice. I don't know for me, it felt very soothing. I don't yeah. know why. Okay, I, mean, I didn't like dip you my were, toes in the dick talk. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. Did you do that? Did you go to the dick talk? No. Mm. No, because I was sort of seeing somebody. What do you think, honey? Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, but it was like, you know, I I showed up and there was a uh, a pregnant drag queen on a a bicycle. Iconic. And like, you know, dudes fucking in dunes. Mm -hmm. And just like, and I was at that stage where I was like, well, this – this is my life. Right. This, like everything that this is will define my life going right. forward. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're either in or you're out. You know what I mean? And I just wasn't – I don't know. You weren't ready there. to be you a You were ready to go back queen. to Worcester. Yeah. Which is yeah, – wow. Which is That's real. certainly also not right. <laughs> I think you were probably more self-actualized by the time you went there for the first time. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I think you're right. <laughs> right. Ryan, what are you watching these days? Oh, my God. It's embarrassing. I mean, as a TV writer, they're always like, what's your favorite show? Like, I, mean, I don't watch. I watch reality shows. Great. I That's feel fun. like once you write for TV, you, like, know how the sausage gets made, so you become a vegan. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, not the most pleasurable experience. Right. And you're like, right. That's a shortcut. That runner doesn't work. It's, like, you're stupid. Like, literally, <laughs> like, you're a nightmare. Uh-huh. So I watch, like, I'm truly, like, dumpster diving for content. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like a heroin at, like, syringe, like, Southern Charm. I'm, like, literally shoot me 
me up. Like oh. Southern charm. Honey, it's not even first tier. It's like third tier garbage. It's, yeah. 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 But it's like, uh, I get enraged because like there's such misogyny on that show and I get like, I'm like, ah, justice, but also I'm like loving it. Okay. And then, um, Did you get into Summer House? No, I don't stoop that low, dude. Oh, wow. Jesus, right. I'm a lady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then I do Real Houses of New York, Avi. Of course. Um, Real, Real Houses of New York? Real, House, yeah. Real Housewives of okay. New York. And then I do Real Houses of Orange County, which is a dark fucking journey. Yeah. That, 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 Orange County can be too dark for me. Yeah. I'm like full on like, I wish I could quit you. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. it's not Who easy. is your favorite New York? Oh, my God. I kind of love them all. You know – I have to say, I always have fondness for Bethany because she's so deeply damaged, but she's at least open about it. Like yeah. she's self-aware. I mean, she's she's a lot. She's a lot. Okay, you know what I mean. But lot. she's but she's also a loller, and I forgive yeah. a lot for a loller. She yeah, she's got jokes. She loves to loll. Well, yep. she doesn't actually love to loll. She never lolls actually, but she's always telling jokes. Yeah, yeah. I am so thrown by this fight that she's having with Carol right now because I. My alliances are shifting like sand. Where oh. like I lit- I had a birthday cake with where with uh, Carol's picture on it. That's how much I love Carol. And suddenly really? I'm seeing this and I'm like, Carol's not looking great. Let's talk about the Carol obsession because I like liked her because she like wrote a book. So there's always like, oh, you read a book, congratulations. Yeah. But I always find her to be kind of zanned out a little bit. Yeah. And also she she always feels like she's better than all the other housewives, honey. If you're holding that goddamn apple, you ain't better. No. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you're like, there's no, there's no way. And I feel like when Bethany came on, like Carol immediately implanted her on Bethany because she's yeah. like, oh, the cool girl. Like we're gonna be the cool girls. We're not like these other women. Yeah. But it's like twist, you are. <laughs> so I mean, you know what I mean? Like you can't. That doesn't make for good reality TV. Like if you're giving that confessional, like you're in it. You're in the muck. Uh-huh. You know yeah. what I mean? So I feel like this season, Carol is being really like weirdly aggressive. And um, hanging out with Tinsley, who they always hire like one basic per season Mm -hmm. because none of those women are basic (laughs) at all. They're very complicated and weird and like addicted to various things. But Tinsley is like truly like basic, you know. (laughs) So I don't know why she's allied herself with Tinsley other than the fact that Tinsley's name has some sort of cachet. And, you know, Carol is a star fucker. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Like historically. You know what I mean? Yeah, and she's she's the only one that she can like control a little bit, and yes, the the others are just such wild cards. Yeah, did you see that weird breakfast they went to where she showed up in pajamas and then like went on this like ten hour ordering journey of eggs? Oh yes, yeah, it was very complicated. Honey, I, she's I did, on drugs. I did, <laughs> like, not, I did not. I did not. You're gonna have to explain that one. To me. Do you watch? Do you, you watch? I don't. Oh, okay. It's okay. She just she just couldn't get the order for eggs right. She who, was like, "Who is she?" Carol. Carol. She okay. was like getting really overwhelmed by the prospect of ordering eggs, uh-huh. and she kept on changing her egg order. There's only so many ways you can change an egg order, yeah. but whatever way you could, she did. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was just really bizarre. Like she was very off, and she came to she came to the lunch wearing or the breakfast wearing literal pajamas and like a trench coat. Uh-huh. She was just like, "What does sunny side up mean?" She was like trying to drill down on just the real basic. Six of eggs. Right. Which, honestly, I was happy to learn because I was like, I don't usually know what the difference is between <laughs> well, sunny side up. A uh-huh. real journalist but, always asks questions. <laughs> that's right. Did she actually say that about eggs? No. Okay. But, but she, she loves she loves being a journalist, even though she's been truly like unemployed for thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> like she's like that one time I went to Uganda when I was twenty. It's like, honey, come on, you yeah. can't ride the coattails of Uganda at twenty. So you she, need, you need to move on. on. She was a guest on Page Six TV. I guest hosted it a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, twist. Okay. And she came through. 
and and I read my lines yeah. and I asked my questions and like and then the the panelists asked you know well you know what do you think about I don't know who she's she's fighting with somebody or sure. whatever or somebody said something about her or something and it just it seemed like a lot like every the live audience was wrapped mm. but you're absolutely correct that like the backdrop was a picture of her in like you know. Venezuela. Yeah, from yes. literal 400 years ago. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Co- cover, like, I wish there could be a, a meme of, like, covers Uganda once. Like, literally, yeah. like, and she's like, ow! You know, and she writes, like, one word per year. Like, uh-huh. literally, like, you know what I mean? She's like, I'm a writer. She's just like, she types the, and then she's like, I'm exhausted, and then she sleeps for 365 days. Uh-huh. She's like, you know what I mean? And, like, Fran Leibowitz does that, but she's fucking Fran Leibowitz. She's you know what I mean? Leibowitz. So she never made her Fran fucking Leibowitz. She doesn't have the Carol Radswell reader. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Uh-huh. So I'm kind of like, let's go night-night on your writing career. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's a runner now. She's got that. She's redefining herself. Oh, right. She's running. But, honey, what correct. are you running from? Ooh. You know what I mean? <laughs> did she do last year's New York Marathon or is she doing this year's New York Marathon? She's doing – I think she did last year's. And the whole thing was like, I never exercise. And now I think I should exercise. So that's her whole arc, which, yeah. you know, when that's your arc, you know you're in trouble. That's <laughs> not a journey anybody that's wants not, to go on. No one cur about her reaching to the finish line. Try about reaching reaching a finish line for a book. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> honey, how what about, about a marathon called Two Words a Day? <laughs> Do you watch anything scripted at all? Yeah. Um, let's see. I fucked with Barry. I just um, finished Barry last night. Yeah, it was great. Again, one of those um, shows that they call a comedy but is not a comedy, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Very, 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 very funny uh-huh. at moments but very dark. Yeah. I have this allergy towards trends of like half-hour comedies. It's like, honey, we can just say it. Half-hour drama. They yeah, exist. Yeah. They yeah, exist. Let them in. Let them in. Let them in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. stop. Like, I once saw, like, a tagline for, like, a trailer for Smilk that was like, the funny, it's comedy on TV, The Guardian. I'm like, this is about sexual abuse, manic depression, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like binge eating. Honey. And it's fucking great. No, it's, it it's really good, but, like, I'm looking for laws and I'm not finding them. And that's okay. Right. That's okay. I can get my laws elsewhere. But, like, let's stop calling Smith, a, like, a law fest because it ain't. You know what I mean? I mean, we should say that you work on the law fest of all law fests, which oh, is Will and Grace. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I worked on it last season. I'm, I'm, um, I'm not working on it this season because I sold my own show. Wow. Maybe. Yeah, I can't talk about it yet, but we're shooting oh, in July. That's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm taking acting classes because I'm starring in it. <gasps> LOL. My last role was literally like Robert from Cheap Your Brother Doesn't. Like Robert didn't exist. Like you're probably like, who was Robert? Like trust <laughs> me, like he was like a pile of trash on the ground and he had two lines. You know what I uh-huh. mean? And that was like me in eighth grade like being like, I'm a star, you know? And then that was it. <laughs> but so are you playing yourself? Yeah, Is I'm playing myself. Um, yeah. And I, and I have this amazing like kind of like witchy like older like acting coach she's really great she's like no nonsense and yeah. i'm like are you here doing for like it. privates or are you doing a, a good oh class? honey private okay i can't be exposed to like the darkness of the struggling actor uh-huh. i i can't uh-huh. like that that will literally wound me on such a deep level like i will be shook like watching barry is triggering enough for me yeah i need to come to like a safe place you know what i mean just be mm-hmm. one-on-one mm-hmm. and we're just working on our like the scripts we're not just like i'm not gonna like read hamlet you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. you're yeah. not doing meisner exercises yeah you're i'm not like, like let's dig yeah. yeah like no there's not that are you going to the constitute by any chance what's that oh leslie Kahn. oh She's- lol that's a cult <laughs> yeah. honey yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god no you don't fuck with that cult <laughs> i mean that being said i'm really upset i've been here for five years and no one's asking to join a cult so i am <laughs> kind of slightly offended i yeah. thought there were one would pop up by now yeah but no but now that you are gonna have your own show you can start your own my own cult yeah <laughs> you're on your way i love that yeah totally yeah. i don't know what that Ooh. would involve but there's always time uh-huh. <laughs> have you ever um have you explored the um andrew keegan 
Oh, oh no! Yes. I love that in frame. Though. I do too. I love that frame. What a rebound! That's yeah. not the one where the girl from Smallville. No, no. They were doing the sex thing. No. Colts are really hot right now. They really they're are having a moment. Yeah, really culty a long year. moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they're definitely like dark. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of like the heyday of Colts, which is like the Source Family. Uh-huh. Remember Father Yod? Mm-hmm. No. Of did, did you watch the Source Family documentary? No. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. They, they like they were like a band, and they had this um, health food restaurant on Crescent Heights that was also like their cult headquarters which i'm convinced is like cafe gratitude today it's uh it's um what's that shitty mexican restaurant that it's uh cantina oh like cabo cantina, cabo cantina oh, is, what, is the, yeah. what used to be this honey haunted yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no wonder i've had an urge to wear like a white flowy dress and like fuck someone unattractive after going there <laughs> <laughs> wait have you ever seen the one that was like oh the, like the west hollywood cult run by the gay guy holy hell or something Do no you know about? i think it's called no. Holy Hell. I'll send it to you. Okay. It was like tell- a not. It was like a. It was like a CNN like document. It was one of those. It wasn't a gay know. cult. Tell wow. me, tell us everything that you remember. What I remember is that it is uh, it is run by a guy who is you know I think was like maybe good looking in the eighties and was holding on to his looks uh, you know by the skin of his teeth and uh, I think was making the younger men fuck him. Uh-huh. Okay. Great, yeah, not great. Um, <laughs> but honestly, all the cult documentaries blur together. Mm. So I'm now I'm just pick. I'm trying to remember it, and I'm just picturing, um, you know, red, red, wild, wild country. The uh, only gay cult red, red, country. red, red wine <laughs> in your wild, wild country. Oh god! The only gay cults I know of today are just um, the Carly Rae Jepsen fans. <laughs> That's the only one that scares me. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> do you do? You, have, have you not opened your heart to Carly Rae? Or what's here's the, the thing: like you know, gay men love a, like a struggling pop star. Absolutely. Like yeah. you know, like if the four back, like if, if gay men like championed for like AIDS to be acknowledged in the '80s, it's like the gay men today are just championing for like Carly Rae Jepsen to be acknowledged. Uh-huh. It's and pause. that's like your activism, you yeah. know. And um, that say her name, President. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, please. Yeah. Enough silencing. Give her the chance. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, honey, no. Um, so I don't really fuck with that. I'm more of a shoegaze gay. We're very rare. Uh-huh. Um, but we just sit in our rooms and we listen to like No Joy and Tamarin and like My Buddy Valentine and Slow Dive. So that's uh-huh. like my okay. journey. Okay. But as you can see, I'm wearing a Sky Ferrera shirt. Oh yeah. So She's in her way, a struggling pop star. Oh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, knock, knock, where's the music? You uh-huh. know, she's like the Carl, you know, it's like Carol with her book, you know? Sure. Um, <laughs> Ro- but Robin is there as well. Yeah. We're yeah. waiting. Yeah. There Robin, was some sort of new, she did some kind of live stream this week, Robin. But Robin is like what? widely successful. Like, yes. I, I think. Yeah. Like, oh, she's, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. she's not, like, no one's like, like, she doesn't need any respect. She's got it. She's oh, yeah. got it. But yeah, she's, she's not, not in America. Delivering so much, but... on at the level that we want her to. I mean, right. in terms of uh, yeah. volume. Yeah. Oh, so she's oh, not, she's not releasing music. She's prolific as we want. Yeah. No, yeah. Was, there was some sort of live stream with some producer that she is maybe working with or maybe not. She's got kind of a uh, Princess Diana haircut. Oh, now. cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I love that for it's her. Bold new look. Oh, I love that. I saw my Bloody Valentine in concert in Santa Monica maybe five years ago. And you've never heard since? I have not heard anything correctly since um, and there what like Ben told me like there's a moment in every concert where they just play the same note for 25 minutes like mm-hmm. in the middle of a song mm-hmm. and then they just and then they all at once just get back to the song mm-hmm. and I was like okay that's an exaggeration that if anything it he like under it was like what? a good half hour of Seriously? literally just one note played so ear splittingly loud and what I Mm-mm. what was amazing to me because it, it, it was like Oh, they're doing it, and then this is boring, and then it's like, then it's interesting, and then it's boring again, and then it's funny, and it's boring again. And then I started noticing the the venue staff 
just like looking at this sea of like you know forty year old oh, white yeah. faces and just being like, you all, what, what, what the <laughs> fuck are you? How'd this? you get here? Who hurt yeah. you? <laughs> Who hurt you? Uh, yeah, yeah. We got to support it. Yeah, support group. <laughs> That's not. I mean, it's not to say that I don't recommend seeing them. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really go to concerts anymore. That was like the first to go for me because yeah. it was just a lot. It just is a lot. It's, it's a, lot. a lot. Yeah, you know, I'll go to a Sky for a concert when she performs. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But um, I would go, I went to like the last concert I went to was like probably like Mazzy Star because I'm oh, like wow. I'm that bitch. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm like literally like Justice for Hope Sandoval. Like it's like not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like appealing to like literally one percent of your like listenership yeah, yeah. right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, no one understands. But um, oh, but they're very happy right now. Yeah. Oh no, the Hope Sandoval Queen, the one Hope Sandoval Queen in their bedrooms. Like yeah, yes! you'll be yeah. hearing from them. Finally, oh. justice is served. <laughs> no yeah, exactly. Question. Yeah, yeah, totally. Do you prefer Vapor Trail or Pearl by Chapter House? Oh god, uh, Vapor Trail. Yeah, Avi. Because yeah. I mean. Not dissimilar songs. No. I mean, look, they're all kind of the same song. Kind of. Yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> it's all, I mean, it, they just sound, you know, it's funny. Like, I did a lot of painkillers in my 20s. Uh-huh. Um, and it feels like, and I don't do that anymore because they're bad for you um, and bad for your life. But um, but I would say that listening to, like, My Bloody Valentine and Slow Dive is truly, like, the closest thing you can do, to, like, to taking a bike in it. Yeah. It's, like, very euphoric. I work out to that music at the gym. Yeah. What? That is next level shit. Yeah. Both oh, yeah. Pearl and Vapor Trail are great running songs. Oh, honey, you can run. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's dreamy. Mm-hmm. It's dreamy as fuck. Yeah. And it, yeah. It's kind of weird, actually. Like, I wouldn't, it's not for everyone. <laughs> sure. are you, it sounds like it's not for me. Are yeah. you on Spotify or Apple Music? Apple Music. Will, you make, will you make a playlist that we can that we can send out to our listeners? Yeah, yeah but I really think it's going to alienate all of them. <laughs> it might not. It might there not. Might it might be a lot of something brand new. Homophiliacs out there who want just a sad downbeat workout playlist. <laughs> yeah, a sad shoegaze downbeat workout playlist. Well, I'm one of them. My friend Carrie O'Donnell, who you work with on Heather's, yes. we're, we're both obsessed with um, with shoegaze, and we want to have a night at Akbar called Shoegaze, and that's just. <gasps> oh. I know. I know. Why I know. is that not happening How right the, now? I, literally, I don't know. I'm like, I'm just like, you know, we all need a cause, and oh I'm gonna, God. I'm gonna fight for that one too. Well, I, mean, I think I, idea. I think I could just go to Akbar and like talk to someone in a leather vest, and they would give me the music. I think you yeah. could throw out a, a Facebook <laughs> invite, not even consult yeah. Akbar. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. It's, it's like do it. dare to dream. Yeah, but then there's also downtown. There's that whole downtown. Oh yeah, scene. yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd Pre- let you get precinct, Manachine. What's yeah. the other one? I don't. Distro. You're like I don't know her. You're I, like, I don't, don't go to any of that shit. No, is no. someone is someone not on the scene? No, is someone in bed? I, I'm like, have you guys been to um, uh, the the um, was it St. Felix, which opened like ten years ago? Yeah. Oh, I that's to me. Not that scares oh, me. Have I? No, no. Oh, you know what? I've had dinner there, but I haven't like gone there well, when it's yeah, like yeah that's what you do there because oh, that's wait, my is idea that, okay. is that in Hollywood there is a, one in Hollywood but there's a gay one like across from Pump oh no shit yeah oh do you go to Pump I mean I've been of course I've been too it's yeah. like you get served gruel for like $40 it's like yeah. actual gruel yeah. and like the rosé is fermented and gone bad it's like poison we're all poisoning ourselves uh, yeah. but it's so fun yeah. it really is sugar <laughs> drinks in martini glasses yeah. oh I couldn't drink my cocktail which never happens truly I was like this is just like a diabetic coma I was yeah. like I'm already hung over after the first sip yeah yeah it's, it's not good it's disgusting but I still go back maybe that's my cult <laughs> yeah maybe maybe <laughs> folks we're gonna take a little break but we're gonna come back and yes. we're gonna delve deeply but tenderly <laughs> into Ryan's personal life BRB Are you a dinner party host? 
Right now, Matt? In this moment? Yes. I, I Yes, yes. Well, I mean, you aren't right now. I can see you. I, I was trying to improvise, Dave. Okay, I don't okay. know. You I don't know. know I really... Damn it. Damn it. Let's start that scene again. Oh, shit. And they, they say no no questions in improv. So let's let's take it. Let's just take it from... Okay. Let's, take, let's go back to one. Here we go. You're a dinner party host. I am, and I love to host dinner parties, uh-huh. and I'm always... You love to host dinner parties, and I know that the hardest part for you is getting your meats and poultry and fish to the right temperature. I'm looking for a foolproof way to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to create chef-level dishes, and I want precise temperature control. Yes, you do. Well, guess what? Jewel. We'll make sure your food will never overcook or undercook, so you are free to focus on your guests or to whip up some amazing sides. And there are more than 100 recipes in the Video Rich Jewel app, which help you cook almost every protein from Mm -hmm. meat to poultry to fish to eggs, plus desserts and veggies and Mm -hmm. more. So if your guests are running late, your apps, your cocktails are taking longer than you expected, not a problem. Mm -hmm. Jewel is ready when you are. Your food won't undercook. That's why they say Jewel, perfect food every time. This pork tenderloin the other night, I'll tell you. Cooked to perfection. Mm, Just a little mm. bit pink. Mm, 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 Juicy, mm, mm. delicious, made some good old sandwiches the next day. Oh, baby, baby. That's right. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash jewel and use the code homophilia to get 15 bucks off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E code homophilia. We are back with Ryan O'Connell. Hi. Who uh, let me in on a little secret uh, in the elevator on the way up, which is oh. that he has a boyfriend. Oh, my You weren't God. supposed to say that. That I was private. Know. Just kidding. Yeah. No, I have a boyfriend. It's true. Uh-huh. How it's long? True. Three and a half years. Wow. Oh. Yeah. It's long. Yeah. You guys are in LTRs, right? Yeah. Oh, LTRs uh, across the board. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's so how did you meet? How did you meet? Um, we met actually on Twitter. Um, oh. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically what happened was is he was voted one of the most eligible bachelors on Refinery29, LOL, in New York. Uh-huh. And I was like living in L.A., living, laughing, and loving. And actually it was on my birthday. I was like, I'm going to the Sunset Tower for like a luxurious swim. So I went to go do that, and I went to go write. And then I saw his profile from the Refinery29 thing, and I was like, oh, I'm going to add him on Twitter. Like I was really at that point still really into like dying alone. So I was like not into like – anything committed you sure. know what I mean so I was like oh he lives in New York this will never happen and he DM'd me being like hey let's get a drink and I was like lol sorry babe I'm in LA XO he's like actually I'm moving there next week and I was like oh like threw my computer in the pool um <laughs> And then we, he moved here. We became Franz for like four months. And then uh, we were dating other people. And then New Year's Day, we kissed. And then we were together. Oh, wow. Well, actually, no. I broke up with him a month into our relationship because it was like scary Jerry for me. I was like, I'm not, I'm not used to this, you know. Um, and I wasn't. And it was like – and then so I broke up with him. And then I realized that he had a huge mistake. And I, like, it was hilarious. We went to Grimes' birthday party, and, like, Solange was, like, DJing, like, her, uh, her iPod. By the way, huge Cocteau Twins fans, which you oh, might pre- – mm-hmm. okay. I was like, can you play Cocteau Twins? I was like, I was like, can you play some shoegaze, Solange? She's like, I, yeah, like, oh, my God, let's put some Cocteau Twins on. I was like, yes. So then, um, by the way, I don't know Grimes at all. I, like, fully crashed this party, uh-huh. FYI. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't want you to think that this, I'm chic. I'm not chic at all. Like, literally, I was like, oh, like, let's tag on to this bullshit and uh we got into like a huge screaming fight and then finally he was like i think i just broke him down (laughs) i think i just wore him down and he took me back and then we've been together uh ever since how long were you apart like three weeks 
I it was like dra- it was out. like drama.com. Yeah. We like yeah, because I was like, I realized the error of my ways pretty much immediately. And I was like, let's be friends. And well, he wanted to be friends as well. And then and then I just was like, okay, I'm not good at keeping my feelings in. If you guys couldn't tell. Um and so I was just like fully just, you know, like verbal vomit, like I want to be with you, et cetera, et cetera. And he was just scared because obviously I just dumped him, (laughs) you know, and he wasn't ready to trust. Um, But then he did. And honestly, like going through that emotional purge, it's really set like the stage for a very easy relationship. I actually feel really weird talking like people are like, oh, do you have problems? And so I'm like, yeah, we have disagreements. But honestly, it's like kind of easy breezy. Yeah. But I feel like that's taboo. I feel like it's a scarlet letter. I shouldn't say it or should go in the witness protection program. I feel like when people say that, they're probably like, ah, he's fucking the maid or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's but it's really easy and I'm pretty sure he's not fucking the maid because she's a woman. So, (laughs) um, you know, I don't know. I, 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 uh, it's pretty easy breezy. I feel very lucky. I feel, I feel that. I feel that about my relationship. Really? Yeah. yeah and I've had too. moments of like, is it, is it- is this wrong? Is there anything wrong? Are, are we boring? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, 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 there's it's pretty drama. Well, are you guys open? No. Oh, you. lol. Wait, how long have you been together for? Five years. Twist. Okay. Yeah. Is You're, that are a you twist? O- are you open? We are theoretically open. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And how much is that in practice? Not a lot. Sometimes. It happens. Someone's going to go to Pete Town. When the cat's away, the mice will play. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, no dick talk for you. Yeah. Um, but, so uh, you are open, I'm assuming. No, like we're we're like open adjacent. Like here's the deal. Like he basically like sat on every dick in New York throughout his 20s and I didn't. I sat on every prescription bottle in New York. Uh-huh. So like we had different journeys. You know what I mean? Right. And so I really wanted to like sow my wild oats and I still do. And he he's much more settled. Like, he's very much like, yeah, I've seen it all. Like, it's yeah. whatever. So it's kind of an ongoing conversation. The first way that we were going to open up a relationship is that we had sex with a sex worker, which was, like, wow. kind of not the best. I You know, sex worker, sex lazy. I mean, it was just, like, not – he wasn't really present. <laughs> Sorry. Can you yeah. just walk us through this from the beginning? Yeah. Where did you find him? What was the first – well, well, if you want to look up your uh, daddysreviews.com <laughs> review of this sex worker, and j- you can just talk, talk us through the story that way. Well, no. So, so it was fresher in your mind back then probably. Well, it happened really suddenly. We were like living, laughing, and loving at dinner and like – I think we were even drunk. I think we had like one drink. And I was like, let's get like a sex worker for tonight. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Now, here's the deal. And you hadn't been, uh, no, no, this was first time well, opening we'd, up. We'd, no, we had, ta- well, no, yeah, first time opening up, but we had been talking about it. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't a surprise. We felt like getting a sex worker was the first, was the easy. It was like beginner guy, like, you know, opening relationship for dummies. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Because there's no must, no fuss. Like literally they, you pay them to come, but you also pay them to go. Yeah. So... You know what I mean? And so basically, like, we found a guy. Finding a guy was so fucking hard because our tastes are so different. So different. Uh I'm much more of, like, the daddy variety. Like, if you're over 40, let's talk. Right. If you're not, let's not. (laughs) And he's much more like Sean Cody, like, twink vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he would deny this. He'd be like, no, I'm much more diverse than you think. Maybe he is. But it was really hard narrowing down this person. Uh Finally, we found him. We got a massage. We, we were like, let's get a massage from, like, let's not, like, I feel like we couldn't fully admit that we were, like, going to have sex with this person. So we, like, we were like, yeah, let, can you come over and give us a massage? Obviously, the logistics. Sorry, of, you found an ad. And oh, then you sorry. Call. We, we got, um, 
like Rentmasore or Masore Finder, one of those one uh-huh. of those websites. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I feel like mm. you see the, the ads in the back of the gay rags, but they don't look legitimate. That's why I'm fascinated. No, there's by like, like websites you... to this shit. There's yeah. like actual websites, and um, and so he came over and he was really nice, and he just like started giving us a massage. But obviously, that's not going to work because he's one person and we're two bodies. Like literally, like how would he even do that? So then he was just like, "You want to fuck?" And we're like, "Yes," but then like it just. Like he, like his Viagra, like his Viagra hadn't kicked in yet, so oh it was like a God. limp journey. Oh I was like, only no. one of us is allowed to have a limp around here, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, basically, like my boyfriend just fucked me, and he like watched, and it was like, honey, like no, like get in here, participate. What? I know, I know. So it was like not chic, and then in the so since then we, I mean, I've like had sex. Oh, I had sex with my favorite porn star in New York. Porn wow. stars, are, porn stars are a really great way to like introduce. It really is. Uh-huh. So you know, Raphael Alansar, he actually just hit the news like last week because he admitted to fucking Patrick Swayze. Lol. He also oh, that guy. yeah yeah you yeah. had sex with that guy. Well. Again, <laughs> lol. No, no, he had he had no problem. I was the oops in this situation. So, Raphael, I've been obviously following for years, and he's very hot. He's like a hot person. Like he's great. And I was in New York uh, for work, and I I just kind of googled him, and I he's like an escort. Like he just does it. I yeah. feel like you put these people on like pedestals, but you're like, no, like they're. They're yeah, rent boys. They're like, accessible. They're accessible. Yeah. Like you could see them if you want to, yeah. you know. And um. I called him and I was not expecting him to answer at all. I was just like doing it for like whatever. And uh, and then he answered and he was like, oh yeah, come over at two. And I was like, <gasps> like it was just like, take my breath away. Like it was, oh it was terrifying. So then, uh, so then I went to his apartment. He was so nice. And I, oh, so I just booked a massage. I did not book like the fuck fest. Cause again, I can't like admit, I just don't, but I don't know. Yeah. You might not want that. You just yeah. don't know. And uh, How often do you think that's the way it goes? Sorry to. Interrupt. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And may I ask how much a massage is going for with a porn oh, star? It's like cheaper than you think. I think it's like two one fifty, two hundred. Okay. I don't remember, but it's okay. like, you know, it's like an acne shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Again, accessible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> Shoegaze, acne shirts, <laughs> sex workers. Are you with me? Okay. So, um, basically. Uh, he started massaging me, but then he asked, then he just was like, can we fuck? And I was like, absolutely. And I felt very like, I felt very honored, you know? I mean, sure. I think he, I think he honestly likes to have sex. You know, he's a really, his energy was really good. Like, you never know what you're going to get. His energy was really good. He was a lawler. He was like easygoing and he was just DTF. So then, um, so then, so then we started, well, first of all, his dick's like four foot. Like, I mean, it's just crazy. Oh my God. It's just nuts. You know what I mean? And I can take it, but I can't, I don't, you know, it's like, it's like Samantha and Sex and the City. You could want to hit a, you're like, you know, hitting a joint. It's yeah. just like, like Lamaze breathing, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, so then he started going in and I was on my stomach and I fucking just came. Yeah. Oh, like 15 hands years old. Free. Hands free. <gasps> hands fucking free. Halfway through. He was fa- halfway in. Halfway in. And I was like, you better be fucking kidding me. I wish I did like a Ben Stiller, there's something about Mary move where I just jerked off before. But I really didn't think this was going to happen. I really did not yeah, think this was going to happen. So he was halfway in. I fucking come. He was totally chill about it. He, he, he asked, he's like, can we still fuck? And I was like, well, no. I'm like, I need a light at the end of the tunnel for that dick. You know what I mean? Like, like that's going to be a journey for me. I need like, I need a dangling carrot. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and so, and he was totally cool with it. 
And then, and then I forgot money or something. I thought he took them. He didn't. And so, oh God, is this like illegal? Am I going to get in trouble? No, I don't think so. Okay, whatever. And, uh, this is a very safe space. Okay. So then, uh, so then we went, he, he walked me out so I could go to the ATM, like every romance ends. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like every proper romance ends. But then, okay, so then my shoe was untied and he just bent it over and he tied my shoe. Oh. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then he goes, you know, my brother has cerebral palsy. And I was like, what? Cause you know, I have CP. And I was like, and he was like, yeah, he's, he's like, he's hot with a limp, just like you. And I was like, LOL. And it was like, it was like this moment of recognition. It was like so casual. And it was just like, you know, I felt really seen and heard by the sex worker. Wow. <laughs> That's beautiful. Isn't it kind of beautiful? That's and then worth the 200. Okay. I know. And then he just didn't care. I mean, obviously. And like, he, we had like a good time talking. He was honestly so chill and like such a cool person to hang out with. Um, so that was you that. You might see him again. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why would you? I think I might. You know, I mean, I'm not, I hate going to New York, but if I ever have to go there again, I know who I'll be seeing. <laughs> Do we believe that he had sex with Patrick Swayze? Oh, absolutely. Have you wow. seen his ass in Dirty Dancing? Honey, come on. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, so why? But also, like, TBH, like, why would he lie? Even like, I mean, he's probably fucked a lot of other, like, the only reason why he said it is because he's no longer with us. Like, I'm sure he's fucked a lot of, like, wow Living people. people? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That he does not want to destroy. Should obviously. we engage in some wild speculation? <laughs> well, I mean, I think everyone's kind of gay. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, people are, like, when people, like, see a guy and, like, he seems very gay and but like he says he's not and like you know everyone's like no like mm, and I'm like chances are they're usually gay to me it has not been like a shock do you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like the people that were accused in like the Me Too allegations every guy that came out was like yeah of course of course yeah. that tracks that tracks that tracks I literally was like well, I'm waiting to be surprised you know what I mean yeah like I don't I'm not that surprised by people being secretly gay do yeah. you know what I mean but yeah do you guys have anyone that you think Hmm. A Scientologist is like a dead giveaway. Yeah, I guess that's true. Unless you're second generation. Yeah. Like a Giovanni Ribisi, probably not. No, because he, he grew up with it. Yeah. He grew up with it. I'm going to defend, yeah. <laughs> Justice for Gianni. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, who? Who would, mean, be, who would be great to have? A, why can't I think of male I know it's hard. celebrities well, okay, who do are you, do you think Do you think yeah. Will Smith is gay or bi? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've heard, I feel like people always say Will Smith, Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bradley uh, Cooper for sure. For sure? For well, sure. not like for sure, but like that's kind of like known, babe. You but know what I mean? But it's known, but it's known because everyone says it, but I, I don't that's know. That's known yeah, at brunches known. across Los Angeles. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but you know what? It's never... It's it's always like the hot ones. Oh, it's he, never like yeah. oh, you know about Ernest Borgnine, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. Ne- it's always one kind. Ca- totally, people who people want to have. Sex Hugh Jackman, with. I've heard heard that a well, bunch. Sure, yeah, yeah. But it, it, again, right in that same category. Uh, Chris Pine, I've heard. Uh, yep, you know you always yeah. have to go. I know Chris, all the Chris fucking Chris's. The, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, who else have I heard? Um, God, I don't know. I'm yeah. sure, I feel like I feel like you know it's like a every gay man's brain is just like a pinata. You hit it twice and all these gay names fall out. Like, <laughs> sure. We have this knowledge, but like yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, before this podcast turns into data lounge, <laughs> yeah, let's <exactly>. uh, <laughs> let's get let's get back to your your personal life. When did yeah. you start dating? Um, I 
Well, so I came out – okay, so I met this guy that I just adored in high school. I mean, this is like truly like an, an annoying like meet cute where he was wearing literally a Smith's muscle tee like uh-huh. across the quad. And I had never seen him before. And I was like – I literally went up to him and I was like, what's your favorite Smith song? And he was like, frankly, Mr. Shankly. And I was like, me too. My favorite was not Mr. Shankly, Mr. Shankly. Yeah. It was that – you know, that girl uh, joke isn't funny anymore. But um, I mean, <laughs> I'm being honest now. <laughs> All these years later. <laughs> yeah. Um, like but uh, yeah, no, he's – Definitely not. Uh, and so basically I just became kind of obsessed with him in that teenage way. You know, there's no drug like being a teenager in love. There's oh, truly God. no drug. And yeah. I feel very – my love life has taken a lot of misses. I feel like I paid – the experience of falling in love at 17 was so joyous and so euphoric that I feel like karmically I paid for it by being mostly celibate throughout my 20s. Uh-huh. I feel like it was like I cashed in all my gold yeah, coins at once. Mm-hmm. I spent yeah. all – and so, honey, I was living on – like I was paying off credit for the rest of my 20s, uh-huh. romance credit. So um, we – so then I was obsessed with him and I was like, okay, I actually – I need to come out because I want to date this person and I need to do that. And so I came out to, like, everyone I knew in two weeks. I, like, had a coming out tour. No, actually, I had a coming out party where I made a videotape of, like, me and my best friend, like, slow dancing. And I went in to, like, give her a kiss. And, uh, and no, 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 she went in to kiss me. And I, like, pulled away. And I was like, I can't do this. And she's like, why not? And I'm like, because I'm gay, bitches. And it was, like, uh... it was like all a secret. Like, there was, like, a secret party where a secret will be revealed. I mean, talk about drama. But wow. Talk about cashing in your gold coins. Yeah. So, um, people at this viewing party? Like 20. Wow. It's just high school. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have like 20 friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. It's very cash. That's a good it's, amount of people to come out to at once, yeah, though. Totally. But so, even I, at that age, if somebody's like, I made a video to tell you something, <laughs> 100% of those children will be like, he's gay. No, <laughs> right? no. Shockingly, most of them were surprised. I really? literally, literally, and also, like, the invite was so much drama. I was like, come over to my house for a secret that will potentially change all our lives forever. <laughs> wow. What year is this? What year? 2005. 2005. Um, And so so basically uh, I came out and uh, the guy I really liked was there at the party. And I was like, see, I'm I'm gay. (laughs) I'm gay. Look at me over here. And um, basically I just told everyone I knew that I liked him in hopes that it would travel back to him. And it did. And he was like – he confronted me over AIM. He was like, I heard – from like my second cousin that you <laughs> that you like me, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I do. And he's like, well, I'm really scared about ruining the like ruining the friendship. And I was like, I need to be with you. I just need to. I can't just be friends. It's too painful. Oh my god. Oh my god. Reading this aim conversation, which I did for a storytelling show like a year ago, is so amazing. I mean, it's just like you are so fucking lit as a teen. Oh, <laughs> like so you lit. you have no chill. You have zero chill. Well, cuz you know, you're not like and it's, it's kind of amazing. It's like you in your purest emotional state. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you yeah. just like you're not known to be afraid or or confused or to feel like shameful about things. So right. you just let it all hang out. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And you you are just raw nerve ending. Yeah. You, you know? don't have – there's no faking it. You just right. can't do it uh, right. unless you're in the closet, in which case you know how to do it very well. Uh, and then so basically uh, he accepted my invitation to be his boyfriend and uh-huh. we dated for like six wonderful months. And then we broke up and I was like a true nightmare for like a – I was like – so inconsolable oh. uh, that summer my best girlfriend and I dated the same guy like the dreamer style wow that was like very fun we were trying to be like evolved like the French and dated uh, him at the same time yeah but like not like threesome scenario like he would come over to my house and then we'd like blow each other and then he'd like go over to our house and then they would fuck it was crazy wow oh. I know 
I was like, this is honey, all going in your show. Yeah. Honey, this is, oh no, no. I'm like an adult in my show, but like okay. this should be something. But there'll be a flash. There's something in the water in Ventura, California. I got to tell you, I'm from Ventura, which is like Laguna Beach, but with meth. And <laughs> it's like, there's something about it. Like, yeah. like the boys are down to play. You know what I mean? Wow. So I moved to San Francisco for college being like, anyways, I'm ready to like live, laugh, suck dick. And then like no one. There was like, it was like tumbleweeds. And then I moved to New York and I did, it's like some Marlon Randos like in, in, intermittently for like a few months. But then I just, uh, not, I just, I don't know. I was also like in a relationship with Percocet. So it was really hard for me to like be with someone. Uh-huh. But it was also just like, I realized that like when I was trash in my 20s and like when you're trash, you attract other trash. And I kind of just, not to say that they were trash, but whatever. They just weren't for me. And I, I just even knew back then, even when I was going through it and in, in a lot of pain and not fully developed yet, I just knew I wasn't going to settle. Like like my bar was still high, even, even when I was high. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it really just took me kind of getting my together to like attract the right one and it sounds really corny but it's kind of true how did you get yourself off of Percocet uh, I just quit it was honestly like it was a really like kind of basically I moved to New York when I when I moved to LA um, it was a real defining chapter for me because I just New York I was on drugs and I moved to LA and then I wasn't on drugs and I got a show I got a job writing for a television show called Awkward and I and I just knew that I could not be on drugs for that show there was just uh-huh. no fucking way that was my dream I wanted to write for TV my whole life and so I just didn't do it and then I started exercising again very cliche and exercising kind of became my new drug and I just stopped needing it. Like 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 all the all the voids drugs filled for me. It just I filled them with other things, which was like I got my dream job. I started exercising and getting endorphins, and then and then everything kind of just worked itself out. I feel very lucky. Like it was just kind of a slow dissolve, and then it was just all of a sudden I was like, oh, I haven't done it in like three years. That's so crazy. Um, so it was kind of a like a not traditional ending. I wish I could say I went to like Broken Promises rehab and yeah. cleaned out, but uh-huh. no, I just kind of grew up. I think it was really like circumstantial. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think I just was going through a lot and I used this one thing and then it didn't make sense anymore, thankfully. I read something you wrote that was so great that I think was for Vice about mm. exercising and about like that you it, it was just a way for you to control your body. Yeah, and- yeah. Well, because my having CP, I just looked at my body as something that, like a giant failure. Like, And I feel like I spent most of my life, my body would like text me to hang out and I'd be like, no, I'm busy. Like I'm doing drugs, XOXO. And then I finally like answered its fucking call at 27. And I just, I, I just would never focus on my body because I was so ashamed of it. And I was so angry at it. I just looked at it as just this thing that just couldn't do anything right. And then working out, I was like, oh, wow, it can do so many things. Like now I now I look at my body as something that can do amazing, incredible things and that can really kind of like defy like what like CP is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that like being empowered by my body, it's really just rerouting your thinking and then developing a good relationship and being kind to your body. Also, not like pummeling it with pizza and Percocet every day really helps <laughs> yeah. the self. Uh-huh. <laughs> it really helps it. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm not going to I'm going to stop abusing you now. I promise, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, that was a, that, that relationship with exercise, I think really saved me. Um, I know that's like a really LA story. I mean, it's actually not. I mean, I think, I feel like, especially with gay guys, you often hear kind of the opposite. Yeah. It's about exercise addiction and that, that becomes Mm -hmm. the, you know, you, you can go down a dark hole with that. Well, it's, it's still herpy fully loaded for me. I think it always is for gay men. I think it's like complicado. (laughs) Uh I think that like the more... 
the like because it's like exercising is like this form of empowerment. It makes me in touch with my body. It gets me out of my head. But then I also feel like I'm basically trying to. Sometimes I feel like I'm trying to like erase my disability. Like I'm just trying to think like if I do enough squats, like I, I like someone with this ass couldn't have CP. <laughs> like it's just like uh-huh, yeah. you know what I mean. It's like it's like so. I, 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 there's just layers to all of it, you know, and yeah. and they're all true. You know what I mean? It's like they're all right. And I think overall it's a very positive thing. But it can definitely get – like I never thought about my body before. And when you exercise and you develop this healthy relationship, you think about your body in a real way. Mm-hmm. And that's good, but that can be bad. You yeah. know what I mean? Just because you can be kind of obsessive and you can be kind of hard on yourself in ways that you weren't before. It's I, I just love – like reading what you say about CP because so much of it is like is just um, it encapsulates the gay experience in so many ways. You know, there's so yeah. many parallels. Like even the exercise stuff, that, that, like the idea of of like just hating your body and, mm-hmm. and and wanting to change it is is so relatable. I think for a lot of gay guys. Yeah, I think it just comes into this theme of like not feeling like enough, which is so fucking universal. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's like. Every gay guy feels that way. And yeah. the personal is universal, you know? That's, like, not a surprise. I, I know. But, yeah, it's it's interesting because I feel like with CP, you don't really have the choice to necessarily hide or, you know what I mean? It's just it is what it is. And then you have to work with it yeah. <laughs> rather than work against it. And you also like don't – it seems like it hasn't been – it certainly hasn't stopped you from having, like, a sex life, dating. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, honey, I'm more mild than wild. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, and I feel like also, like, that's important to note. Like, I'm the gay appetizer. I'm like the blistered cherry tomatoes, you know, uh-huh. of CP. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, I'm like, like, and so I'm like just, I, I have a very mild case. Uh, and, like, I'm like a conventionally attractive white gay male. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like I'm truly, like, disability for dummies. Like, I, like, you know what I mean? And I, like, and, and like, I have a You're the most TV friendly version. Of I'm it. literally like, honey, like, if you can't get it behind this, LOL, good luck with your projects. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like I have an, like, enormous amount of privilege, and I'm very aware of that. And what I really try to, what I hope to do is use that to give, a, a bigger voice to people that don't have a platform and people that are in wheelchairs or have more severe disabilities or people yeah. of color because um, they need their own fucking show too. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And representation equals normalization. So You're their gateway drug. Yeah, I'm, I'm really like, yeah, I'm the intro course. Like, honey, it's not going to hurt that bad. Like, just buckle up. It's going to be okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what do you do for exercise? You, you lift. So um, it depends. I, I work out with a trainer twice a week, yeah. uh, and then we do, like, arms and legs. Um, I fucking hate legs, but I like the feeling of it afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Yeah, it's pretty good. And that's yeah. what gets that testosterone going. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. fucking. Uh, um, yeah, that's fun. And then legs, are, I mean, arms are cool. Like, they're fine. You know what sure. I mean? They're great. Yeah, yeah just yeah. whatever. Yeah. I like chest, weirdly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. I like pressing things together. It's like, uh, you know, that's really cool. Uh, and then I work out three days just by myself, and it's so fucking basic, babe. It's just running. 
It's yeah. just running because cardio high is so, so good, good, honey. Ugh. Like, hit me, baby, one more time. Come I'm like, on. let's go. You know what I mean? Oh, yes, and I do. So I just do that. It's really, and I, I need to like switch it up. I've never done like an exercise class. I've done Pilates a few times, mm-hmm. which is like really hard. Yeah. Have you guys done that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Honey, yeah, it's, it's fucking hard. hard. Yeah, it's everything that's hard. But TBH, I feel like I have anxiety about going to workout classes because I'm not sure if I can keep up. And and I have a lot of like, and I don't want to feel like the spotlight is on me, even though no one will care because they're just too busy sweating out and doing whatever they're doing. But I don't want to feel like foolish, like going. To, but I, I need to get over that. I need yeah, to, everybody's like, just, just focused on themselves. I know. No, like literally, it's LA. No one gives a shit. <laughs> I would love to go to a Soul Cycle class with you just to get your take on the culture of it. Have you been? Oh, it's insane. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. It's uh, And it is – sorry, that is some loud lapping from the dog behind <laughs> the, me. No, that's me. Be honest. <laughs> so you can just just lapping can, out of a martini yeah. glass. The, they can take it. They can yeah. take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, so, it's so corny and um, there's so many like uh, – you know, there, there's this self-help aspect mm-hmm. to it that um, you are – you'll want to roll your eyes at but – I've also like cried several times. Oh, absolutely! When you're in a writer's room, do you go like full honey hog? Like, what is your journey? Like, oh, you mean like do I like work out before? No, no, full full honey hog. Like, what is honey hog? Means like oh, honey, honey you're honey hogging out. You're, Uh, you know, you're you're Benji Cohan. You're just like, uh you know. I don't. I mean, I snack a lot, but I I'm 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 going for the the popcorn or right. You're also in a room full of like hot gay men. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I will be judged (laughs) by whatever I carry. Yeah, yeah. You have like Price to your corner, being like, anyways. (laughs) So like, yeah, yeah. Price was telling us today. Price Peterson, who writes on Heather's, Uh um, or told mentioned recently that uh, he had to drink Slim Fast as a teenager, but he had to drink it with food because he was so underweight. Really? Okay, he stop. Was just, like, try, he was just like so under, like just reaching for calories anywhere he could get them. Holy shit. Your lips trembling and you're like, same. I was like, you bet. Yeah. Mm. You started like working out. I read in your book, like you uh-huh. started like getting really into like CrossFit. Was I that did. it? I did. I but, did. I but babe, doesn't that hurt that. you? Yes, it does. <laughs> like yes, in, a, it does. in a not chic way though? Like, yeah, did you every, break anything? I never broke anything. Okay. And, and you know, no, you don't break things, but you do strain muscles because you're you're lifting things over your head. And, right. And, you know, it's just, you know, if your form is good, then you're basically fine. But okay. they can't keep an eye on everybody. Right. And and there's this stupid – I never, I didn't get hurt that badly. I got hurt a little bit. People get hurt because there's this competitive element to it. Right. And it's like you're trying to win at exercising, which is oh, insane. No one, loses, so like, no one wins that game. Yeah. <laughs> all of these fucking alpha dicks are like right. getting themselves hurt. Right. I um, took a break – uh, a couple years ago because mm-hmm. I, I ended up being out of town for longer than I thought I was going to be out of town and I just couldn't get back to my gym and I, I was home in St. Louis where I couldn't really find one whatever. Right. And then I got back to town and I was like, you know what? I hate this. Like I, it's time for me mm-hmm. to go back and I fucking hate it. I don't want to do it anymore. Wait, so do you still go? I go to a different gym. I, I go to a training mate. Oh my God, lol. Wait, the one in West Hollywood or no? Yeah, Studio City. Oh, Twist. Okay, you yeah, like that? I love it. Okay. I love it so much. Okay. I go to this place called Easton, which is like on Beverly and yeah. Laurel. Oh, oh, I know that. We know I used to live oh, right there. First of all, it's like, okay, I fucking love Easton right now, but I'm going to tell you right now. It's like truly like the gym from like 
I know what you did last summer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like Ryan Phillippe, like literally, like, it's just like held together by silly string. Like there's Uh no amenities, but it's also just like, so chic. Cause there's just random celebs. there constantly, which is truly LOL. Like that's like gay mafia territory. It's like crazy, but I like it because it's, it's truly like you get in and you get out. Like, I don't like socializing. Like when people say hi to me, like at the gym, I see it as a personal attack. I'm literally like, get away from me. You monster. (laughs) And I feel like people like look at me at the gym and they're like marveling at me they're like who's that little like wonder child you know what uh, I mean Jesus. and like my trainer will like my trainer will get like comments be like you know a lot of people are asking about you this week and I'm like oh my god that stuff annoys me it yeah, does it's just like honey come on they're like like I can just see them like coming up to their wives and be like I just saw them, that boy with CP he climbed up the stairs and he did it again please <laughs> you know what I mean going home, they'd be like I, I saw our favorite fucking guy a funny guy from Twitter uh-huh. at, at our jam uh-huh. oh my Lift god and chat. do well, a chest yeah no I don't know <laughs> maybe nope <laughs> I've been thinking about going back to like a, a gym gym yeah but now from what I understand and it's just all people taking pictures of themselves working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it can be a journey, but Easton's really not like that. Okay, it, like I, I think it's a pretty safe space. Yeah. But where do you live? Uh, Studio City. Oh, it's like doable, baby. Is that your totally doable, Easton? No, I'm a West Hollywood girl, Ooh. which is very off brand. But it's like very on brand. Yeah, you know I mean, I like love convenience. I don't go out in West Hollywood. I haven't gone to a gay bar there like truly ever. I don't think. Oh, like, wow. I don't do. I go to Akbar, but Akbar can be like a journey in its own way. I like to call it like whack a mo. Like literally, uh-huh. like you just talk to like you're like I survived that encounter, and then you're like ah, and then someone comes in, and you're like oh fuck, and then it's just like it's social work. You yeah, know what I mean, for sure, it's like networking without. And sometimes then networking leads to like a blowjob in the bathroom, which is great. It's better than a general in Santa Monica, but. <laughs> Uh, it's still work. You know what I mean? And then sometimes it's really fun. It can be really magical. Like when you you go dancing and you have all your gays with you, it can be really, really good. But you just never know what you're going to get with that bar. You truly never get it. Will you and your boyfriend go out together? Yeah, sometimes. Like, yeah, we do. We do. But I really like separation too. I mean, like in terms Mm -hmm. of like own friends, like uh, I feel like, uh, you know, I think gay men, it's really important for them to have their tribe and their own friendships and I don't know. I feel like I feel like with straight people, my experience has been like they shack up and then they get kind of wifed up and you just never see them again. Some yeah. people, some people. But I feel like I feel like I'm just really good at balancing both because I need just my my own relationships. It's important to me, uh-huh. you know, but we do go out a lot together and um, but we don't go out as much. I mean, honestly, we are becoming like that person that's like mm, Netflix and night night. Like it's yeah. really like you become that person. Yeah. Like lesbian bed death. It is yeah. true. Oh, I mean, listen, it is the way of the world. Yeah, and I, yeah, I know, and I don't care. I don't feel guilty about that. Oh, don't. Should I Why feel weird you? about that? No. no, and you should get a dog, by the way. You should feel weird about not becoming that. Yeah, you know? right? Yeah. I mean, that is that is the natural order of things. There are people that, like, are in really, like, gay guys I know that are in relationships and they're still out every night. It's, it's like, mm, wow, that's so, that's so, wow. That's I mean, when people the bother me about how boring I am, I'm like, all you're saying to me is that you don't have a job, and I do. And uh-huh. I'm not saying that I'm better <laughs> for, than you for that, but it's simply, I am. I have a different energy cycle. Uh-huh. But, but when you're not in a room, honey, like, you're more free, right? That's true. I but mean, even then... I, I, I'm just elderly. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also, it's really easy to be unemployed in L.A. Yes, it's it like is. incredibly yeah. easy. I mean, I'm just thinking about my day-to-day, even though I'm technically employed, I guess. Like, you know, went to therapy, you know, went to lunch, went to the gym, 
and now I'm recording a podcast. That's like the most LA unemployed day what a ever. Great LA yeah. day. They're like literally it's full. so I got I had a fucking chopped salad at lunch. Great. Oh, honey, I was like LA garbage what, today. What are the headlines from therapy today? Can you give us any? Um, let's see. I was feeling I've been feeling like down for no reason and I'm not used to feeling that way. I feel nor I feel very like I can track my moods. I know and if I'm sad, it's circumstantial and I've just been feeling this kind of like this just kind of melancholy the last few mm. weeks. I'm just like, I don't know where it's coming from, which is like for a control freak Virgo is like very triggering and like mm-hmm. makes it even like worse to deal with. Cause I feel like, and my, my therapist literally was like, Ryan, this is like how people feel sometimes. Like this is like normal. Like yeah. and you, instead of fighting it, you just have to like embrace it and just like work with it. Get into it. I know. But I'm like, but it's like foreign to me. So it's like very like, it feels like a foreign intruder uh-huh. has entered my brain. And I'm like, yeah. why am I feeling? Because again, like I usually can identify like, okay, this is why I feel this way. I know what to do to fix it. And this is just sort of like a weird kind of like, nah, I'm not feeling, I'm feeling kind of meh, yeah. you know? And I just like don't know. Why? But I know it'll pass. Like everything does. Uh-huh. Um, we shot a pilot. I shot a pilot for Vice last week in DC. Oh my god! This is. I want to talk to you about this. Okay. Because you're like a host. You're like. Yeah. That's like what. Yeah. Sometimes. Like, yeah. yeah. No, but like tear out. Like you know. You just like. like yes. You deal. are a fucking like host. Yeah. Okay. Really like I mean, you're okay. a lot of things. Obviously. I have a lot of things. But right? oh, totally. Yeah, I yeah. I don't. Sorry. Right. I don't mean to minimize. I don't like. To, I, don't I don't like to, to be limited. He's like, wait a second. I don't like to be much more than that. Okay, fair enough. Okay, no. But okay, so here's the deal. I have always wanted to be a fucking host, and I have felt very scarlet letter about it my entire life because I'm like I'm a TV writer like I'm just like in the valley making jokes in a room with like you know string cheese um, but it, like really like I and I love that I really do love that but I also like want to be kind of a host so basically um, Vice we shot a pilot for a show about disability and we went to Washington and we covered this uh, disability activist activist group ADAPT and they were protesting the Capitol and I mean I am not like a political girl I mean my politics extends so much as a I'm a gay guy with a disability who won't shut the fuck up so that's my politics like, <laughs> you know what I mean but like I am not like heading to DC honey you know what I mean I'm not like lobby yeah. and so it was very much like a fish out of like infinity pool water moment and uh, it was so fucking fun I mean it was like grueling it was like 12 hour shoot days and yeah. just being on your feet and like yeah. having to be on honey on oh, which is a lot it's a it lot is. it's a lot it being is. on and like I'm I, I knew I was good at it because I've, I've been on for a long time sometimes it's like shut up please <laughs> um, but it's like it really tests when you're really thrown into these new situations I like I like got like 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 literal like no notice that I was like interviewing a senator like which is truly lol like literally like me going to Washington interviewing a senator I didn't give a shit I didn't even shower I didn't have time I came in like looking insane like the bottom <laughs> I mean, it is vice like like the Baba Duke. Oh yeah, yeah, I was like very on brand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I was like giving full Baba Duke realness, and like it was like the senator from Pennsylvania, and I was just like, I was like literally like, so do you ever see like Mitch McConnell and like see the like the face of Mr. Burns staring back at you? <laughs> like what is like going on? Yeah. And it was just like lo- he was just like so like kind of shook by me, but like loved it. Yeah. And um, anyway, it was just amazing to see this like this group of disabled people just like fucking fight for their rights and like. Get so a- was it was it loose? Was it like scripts and standups? No, it was like I. Like, it was so weird. Like, I, I guess I didn't need much coaching. Like, she would give me, like, my producer, who I fucking love, would give me, like, a bl- like some question to ask. But, like, I could just, I mean, I can meet someone literally off the street and interview them for an hour. It's uh-huh. not hard for me. Like, I don't need to come up. I'm not there being like, hmm, what question should I ask next? It's just an organic conversation. Uh-huh. So I always felt like I would be good at that. And then I realized, like, I I, I don't know. I, it felt good. And it felt good to also give, give a voice to this group, which we were the only media group covering, which is insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they were literally, like, 
storming the Capitol and getting arrested. I mean, it's like someone should care, but like no one cares. And that's the fucking problem about disability. It's like there's just no representation. No, like everyone kind of just ignores us. And like that's it. So it's just I hope that starts to change. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it felt it felt good. And I felt I felt a little nervous because I go into these situations like I feel like I always have one foot in the able-bodied world, one foot in the disabled world. It's like I feel like because my disability is so mild, I feel like I've always been treading between the two worlds, not really feeling like I belong to each one. And I was really mm-hmm. nervous about how it, I would feel seeing people in wheelchairs, people that were like more limited than me and feeling like survivor's kill or like so whatever. And I just kind of let that go. I was like, "There's I, this is not a time when you're fe- like you can't just be like in a spiral of like feeling bad. Like, you know, yeah. like you have to just like like honor your experience and like honor their experience and just like let them fucking speak their truth and like give them that mic, honey, and uh-huh. let them go to town. That's right. <laughs> you know? So it was good. But anyway, so yeah. hosting is fun. Yes, it is. Dave, it's fun. It is fun. I like it. It is. I'm like hooked on it. I'm like literally like like I'm like, where are we going next? Like I I'm like I'm, I'm ready to get the caravan. Like you know what I mean? It's you fun. are a host now. It's fun. It's happening. It's a, yeah, you get the you get the bug. It's adrenaline. Mm-hmm. It's adrenaline, babe. It was like I got no sleep. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, oh my god. I like was like living dead girl by Rob Zombie. I was like sure. I was like marching and I was like night night. I literally was like night night. But then like literally I would just come alive, like some grace of God and just yeah. be like, anyways, I mean it's cool. You're a performer. But it feels like a superpower a little bit, right? It, well, a little only because like it's a thing that you either take to or you don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's – I guess there are skills that are involved but like you kind of either have them or you don't. And it's not like a value judgment. It's just right. like it, you can either do it or you can't. Well, and if you can, it comes – it, it's it doesn't take it doesn't you don't feel the effort going into it. You also have you to like, I mean? be inherently curious about other people, right? Which people aren't like no. I went like when I first came to LA, I was like having lunch with my producer, and I was like asking her questions about her life, and she goes, "Wow, no one does this," and I was like, "What?" She goes, "No one really asks each other about their life." I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, my teeth just like fell out. Yeah. I like I was like <gasps> like it was like really scary, and I feel like not having that curiosity about people is so bone chilling to me. Yeah, right? Don't you? bones just turn to crushed ice a little oh, bit? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you had to hang out with, like, some bozos at TRL. Like, oh, hanging out. No question about oh, that. yeah. Like, yeah. that was, like, Bozo the Clown. Yeah, like, it was, but like... But also, it was quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you never... It wasn't 60 minutes. Right, You know right. what I mean? They were in, they were out. They were totally coached. They knew all three questions right. were going to ask. You know what I mean? And there wasn't, like, a whole lot of hanging out... You know, with Willa Ford in the yeah. green room. Oh my God, you know R.I.P. I mean? Well, you had to be like a just add water kind of guy. Yeah, you had to like be able to like play with like the boys and like I feel like 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 TRL was so fucking gendered. Like watching it growing up because I was oh, for a, sure. I was a huge fan, obviously. And yeah. uh, it was like like either you with like Carson and like the Limp Biscuit crowd and like yeah. bleh, like toxic masculinity, Kid Rock, bleh, bleh. Yeah. Uh, and they were, they were friends, you know. Oh, who? Oh, kid, oh, kid, kid, oh, no, totally, no, totally. Oh, totally. I know. God like, bless him. God bless him. And then it was like, and then it was like the girls that like loved like the teeny bopper thing. And it was so yeah. like blue and pink, blue and it pink. It really was. You know, and it I remember, really I remember like, I remember liking corn sometimes. I did. Wow. Sure. Did you? No. I mean, some of them like was kind of like, they were like pop songs. Like, you know Alicia was a pop song. And that drummer was hot as fuck. Was he? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, wow. You don't remember that? No. That was the only thing that I liked. I remember no one being hot. Um, so I guess I guess that answers my next question, which what? is Fred Durst, would you? Never. Are See, you I would. kidding me? See, wait, honey, I, I think yes, you, I would. I think you yeah, need to unpack that in therapy. With his taste, sometimes. I mean, wait, yeah, it's Dave, left field choices. Seriously, yeah. 
Wait, Absolutely. Why yeah, though? I find can, him very can we sexy. please unpack this? I like. I need um, c- c- lovely, friendly eyes. Okay. Um, a little dirty. Probably like you a big I mean? dick, TBH. Well, Maybe? I mean, did you see the sex? He's got a sex tape. Oh, it's a, I didn't it's see it. Have you a, seen a sex tape? Yes, I have. Well, who's uh, he having sex there. with? Some, somebody, I don't know. It's not really, well, I mean, it is a sex tape, but it's it's somebody hacked his um, his sidekick. Oh, shit. You remember the sidekick? Yes. Oh, my God. I had one. Wow. Somebody hacked you his did? sidekick. Yeah. Love that. Look that up. That is not who I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a good dick. Wow. Um, and yeah, and there's just something – I don't know. There's something weird about the the grown man who looks like he sells weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just something oh, – yeah. Who was there's the other person you thing. were most attracted to in the TRL days? Oh, God. Um, probably Jeff Timmons of 98 Degrees. Wow. Yeah. Well, a, that's a Jeff, deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk like, about that, somebody who – That is like a fourth level yeah. 98 Degrees member. But I mean he never misses chest day, let me tell you that. Wow. Um, who big, else? big old chest in 98 Degrees. Oh, yeah. Actually done Did you ever want to be like, you're hot? Yes. <laughs> yes. All the time. And then you couldn't. Not really, no. Carson could like say it as a joke. Yeah. Carson. I think I definitely made comments here and there, but they were always played off as jokes. People didn't quite get it. I was totally taken by surprise to know that you were gay. Yeah. I was just like really surprised. I yeah, was like, okay. wow. Okay. No, I mean like like I just, you know. But delightfully so. Yeah. No, I was like, oh my right. God, ally, sister. I yeah. love it. I was like, right, yeah. Okay. Good. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's G- I think it's David Silveria or something. Who's David Silveria? The uh, drummer from Corn. Oh my god. Wow. He was a Calvin Klein model. You don't remember that? No. Oh my god. What was the hardest part about doing that job? Um, oh god. I don't know that any Being gay? Uh, yeah, that maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you see all of these are kind of recent pictures. Anyway, sorry. Um, I got to focus. Um, what was the hard part? I don't know that there was a hard part. Really? Yeah, I really loved it. Um, I love doing live television uh-huh. so much. Um, yeah, no, I don't. None of it was really hard. Oh, good. Um, I guess you know. I mean, there's a certain degree of anxiety that I think anybody feels, but like learning how to deal with that is is you know a it's, challenge. But it's, it can be done. You always feel, at least I always feel, like I don't know if like I always feel like oh, this is the one time where. I don't make sense. This is the one time I'm not funny. Like, like you always yeah. fear that one time where you can't get it together. And it's so weird because you just know historically that that doesn't exist, but that anxiety still ex- like persists. It's yeah. interesting. It's like, yeah. like the proof doesn't mean anything. It's like, you know what I mean? And that's the nice thing about doing something like this once a week is that you're like, I don't even really give a shit anymore. It's yeah. like, there's times I'm going to be on and times I'm going to be less on. Right. But it's, it's like, it's still a form of like watering the brain plants a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's good. Here you we know? go. Here we go. What? I found, oh, I we found finally it. found the picture of the oh drama from court. St- okay. I'll just pass. I'll pass oh, wow. Yeah, He's right? totally hot. Especially Let's in see. that context. Like, because oh, the rest God. of them were just like filthy dirtbags. He's basically like a human version of like the Abercrombie cologne. Yes. <laughs> like that is just like full mall trash realness. Yeah. Did you watch the it. Herndon climb the other day? Speaking of Abercrombie. The what? It's the, uh, the at the end of your freshman year at the Naval Academy, your plebe year, uh-huh. uh, the whole class has to has to uh, put a, a put one of their hats on top of this obelisk that that upperclassmen have coated in Crisco. Right. So it's all of these young, like nineteen year old cadets, right? In incredible shape. It is fully a nineteen ninety eight Abercrombie and Fitch catalog. Oh my god! And they are climbing over each other, covered in just, <gasps> and they spray them with a hose, and they're literally covered in like Crisco and 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 like they're all 
gorgeous, like just climbing over each other for like two hours. They live stream it. The late 90s was so fucking gay. Do you guys remember that movie White Squall? Yes. I mean, that was gay porn. Oh, my God. That was literally Scott Wolf. I think Ryan Phillippe, maybe. Yes. Like, and they were all just like manning a boat. And they were like, yum, yum, yum. Like, it was just like, (laughs) and they were all like getting naked and like roughhousing and like school ties. Oh, school ties. Everything that Scott Wolf did and Ryan Phillippe still does has always felt very gay baby. Ryan Phillippe's ass is the reason why I'm gay. Like, truly. Like, I remember being watching Cool Intentions in the theater and being like, oh, that's what I like. I like Mm -hmm. saw his ass and I was like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. It was thinking. like, yeah, it's epic. It's an epic ass, and it, it still looks good. Ass. He is in great shape. He's in fantastic shape. Yeah. I love it. Got and then, like, the boy bands were really gay. Very. I mean, like, let's be honest. I think Lou Pearlman touched some of them anyways. Oh, we know that he did. Yeah. 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 Oh, do we know for sure? We do know for sure, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, I have enjoyed our first three-part episode with uh, with <laughs> what Ryan O'Connell. What a delight. <laughs> I, I mean, there's so much more I want to get to. I, um, I, are you guys going to get married? Yeah, we, I really want to get married, but I'm also into buying a house. However, mm-hmm. I've been house hunting the last few months, and it is bleak fucking lively out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. honey, it's dark as fuck. I'm like, maybe I can go to a pothole in Atwater and get a little cozy little comforter and like, night, night. No. Come to Eagle Rock. Mm, That's where we live. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I, can't. Yeah. I like I, – Atwater is like – well, that's I mean, as far as you want to go. Yeah, because I just I like being central, you know, blah blah blah, and all my friends live in Atwater, blah 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 blah. But it's like truly like you can't get anything anymore. Yeah, and it's it's just like the market is at a peak, and to buy now would be fucking nuts. But and I, what does this have to do with what you getting married? Oh, I'm sorry, because I want to buy. I would rather buy a house than get married. Like I would okay. rather and have a wedding. Like yeah, I'm sorry, have a wedding because like you know I like. Yeah, and you know, by the way, there's gonna be so much shoegaze at my fucking wedding. Oh, of I've course. already talked like, and I'm fucking getting married to a musical theater queen. It's literally two opposite ends of the earth, like yeah. colliding. And I'm like, can we like, can we like walk down the aisle to like "Sun Was High, So Was I" by Best Coast? And yeah. he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I know that song. Hey! I just lit up. This is the first shoegaze. Yeah, is we that did shoegaze? It. Is it's Best Coast that, shoegaze? No, Best Coast. It's no. a lot of first today. Uh, no, Best Coast is. They started out as lo-fi, and then they kind of graduated to a bigger sound so they're yes. no longer but the first stuff they did was definitely shoegaze and like lo-fi and was part sure. of the resurgence okay. what okay. Pat Oswalt um, calls screaming on a beach music really doesn't it sound like she's screaming at you from very far away yeah uh, and I'm loving it yeah no I, I'm like yeah, scream more give me give me more yeah. so yeah so basically like wedding is chic but like I'm into like I'm. I, I would rather just own a house, but it's looking like I can't really own a house, so I guess we'll get married. I mean, this is literally like my thought process. Yeah. I'm like, what's well, very romantic? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, babe, the housing market is fucked, so I guess we'll just get married. I don't know, but we want to get married in Provincetown. Okay. So hey, you should you know. do it on June. What date are we? Before? When are you guys coming? June third, thirteenth, or sixteenth? Oh, no, we're not the thirteenth. I'm gonna just Can be missing guys. No, I'm gonna. Be oh, coming. you. Oh, you I are gonna I'm, be there. I think I'm gonna try to. I, you know, I haven't. I have to figure out my shooting dates. Those are words I've always wanted to say. Oh, what? By the way, I had to figure it out. Felt good, but right? it felt. Oh my god! I was like, oh yeah. Um, but uh, if I can make it work, I want to get my friends are going June twenty third to the thirtieth. Oh okay. yeah, but, we will just. Well, if you're there, we will be June sixteenth. We ju- just to June confirm. Sixteenth, there it is. There. And you guys 16th. should go because I mean the the listeners or whatever because P Town is a magical utopian place. Yeah, I'm very excited to get back. Amazing. Ryan, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And I'm sorry I asked what you masturbate to. No, it's okay. No. Oh, There's no way that's ever going to see the light of day. <laughs> so don't worry about it. You're like, Jane, cut. Yeah. Jane. <laughs> okay. Thank you for coming, Ryan. <laughs> thank you for having me. Wow. 
Wow, Ryan O'Connell. That was revealing. Not to be confused with Ryan Connor, who's sitting right who's here. Who's our engineer sitting here. Uh, anyway, and they also wow. bonded over shoegaze music. It was very cute. First you. time Ryan, yeah. uh, our, our Ryan, has ever been interested in one of our guests. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. He seemed so happy. Uh, Ryan is such a delight. And, yeah, he is uh, great. That was wow. uh, we what went a, deep. A joy. Yeah. Um, one of these weeks, I'll have one of these that I'll let my mom listen to. This is not that week. Definitely not the one. No. New. But God, do I love him. Yep. And uh, God, do we love you guys for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us in Provincetown. Yeah, guys, go to provincetownfilm.org and all the info is there. We will be there uh, doing our show with Christine Vachon on June 16th. June 16th. June 16th. Don't know what time, uh, but we'll find that out soon enough. Yes. And then the rest of the time, we'll be uh, carousing. Yep. We'll be making friends. Yep. We'll be, we'll be day drinking. We will be our titties day off. Drinking. Oh my god! It's I'm gonna, gonna have so fun. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. Come buy us a Michelob Ultra. Yes, and we'll see you there. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Earwolf. Thank you, Dana Wickens, and thank you all you fuckers, Connor. <laughs> thank you, Homophilia. All of you fuckers. Thank you, Ben Wise for the music. Thank you so much, Ben Wise for the music. Um, I think that's it. Uh, Yeah, I'm rung out. (laughs) Okay, guys. See you next week. Bye. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm still thinking about the delicious pork tenderloin. You will not shut up about this pork tenderloin. Really, I told you uh, through my dinner a story of rosemary. Oh, wow. Put a little sprig of rosemary and some blood orange in a gin cocktail oh. beforehand. Put, you know, some, some luxurious olive oils and some chopped up rosemary uh, on, on, the, uh, on the pork tenderloin. Put it in the, in the jewel sous vide. I didn't put it in the jewel sous vide. I put it in a bag. Put yeah. the bag in water. Put the jewel sous vide in. It cooked up exactly to like 138 degrees or something yeah. like that. I think that, or maybe, uh, that might – whatever. It cooked to medium rare and it was fucking yummy. Jesus, you are living your best life. I am absolutely living my best life, and I don't care who knows it. Jewel, perfect food every time. Guys, to get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash jewel and use the code homophilia to get $15 off for a limited time. That is chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E, code homophilia. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, Jazos. <laughs> Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.